Change is often hard. We're mostly creatures of habit. We get accustomed to traditional experiences, familiar friends, particular routines in our lives. And probably the hardest change is when there is something that threatens the essence of the way that we see ourselves. It's really hard when we realize that the highest values that we hold have lost their place in the world at large. And that's one way to see this incident of Jesus in his hometown. We know things about Jesus that his hometown did not know. We have the whole story in the Gospels. We have 2,000 years of Christian tradition. We know to expect the life and the words of Jesus to be different and challenging because He was and is the Son of God. So as we come to this story of Jesus in Nazareth, we have an inside knowledge. The hometown people of Nazareth did not know what we now know. And these are people who would have had some well-defined expectations. As first century Jews, they expected the Messiah to come someday to fulfill their fortunes. And with that, there was a bit of prejudice because they thought that God's promises were for them and them alone. And so there's a collision. Here's Jesus with His mission from the Father. Full of fresh life in the Holy Spirit. And here are people with their own expectations of what God is going to do. How He is going to do it and who He is going to do it for. Jesus read from Isaiah. It was a scripture that triggered the hopes of the people. And then they heard Jesus say that He was there to fulfill this prophecy. And at first it seemed like they might believe Him. They had never heard Scripture read that way before. Can you imagine what it must have been to hear the Word of God Himself proclaim the written Word? But then doubt began to trickle in. Isn't this Joseph's son, they asked? Again, they did not know what we know. Jesus was not Joseph's son in the way that they assumed. And then we see something else about Jesus. He does not coddle their unbelief. He's like an Old Testament prophet. Like Jeremiah in the first reading. We might think that Jesus would have responded with understanding. He could have said... I know this must be really hard for you to believe, but instead Jesus responds a way that He does again and again and again. He says something else to push the offense. He told them two Old Testament stories they knew very well. And in the two stories, the one common theme is that God's grace came to an outsider instead of an Israelite. It was a Gentile woman 
and a Gentile man that received the prophet's blessing. Jesus was telling them that their attitudes were causing a repeat performance. He was bringing good news to those who could truly receive it like those Gentile sinners. And if they were not open to that, they were acting like the people who persecuted the prophets of old. Now, it's easy for us to be like the Nazareth hometown people. We can expect God to fulfill our hopes while at the same time trying to hold on to our boundaries and our prejudices. And this can cut us off from God, cuts us off from the people that God loves, cuts us off from the people that God wants to love through us. As we come to church each week, I hope it's because we want to identify with God's good news. Jesus tells the people of Nazareth it's not good news if we can't get beyond where we are in our own minds and perspectives. Jesus is always bringing people to a point of decision. He pushed an issue with his hometown people. Don't be surprised if Jesus is frequently pushing issues in your life. And the biggest issue of all is this. Are we going to be like Jesus? Or like the Nazareth hometown people? Now change does not come easily. But change is what Jesus is after in every one of us. He does not intend to leave any of us the way we are. We all need to be in that process of change that turns sinners into saints. Our calling is to be like Jesus and not like the people in Nazareth. God is always asking us to change our minds about things that pad our self-interest. God is asking us to change our minds about who is worthy of our attention and our love. We may need to change some of our expectations of what it means to be the church. It will surely mean that we need to go against many of the prejudices and opinions that are accepted by the popular culture around us. Our culture has many wrong ideas, but there's one that needs to be front and center right now. As the attempted justification of late-term abortion swirls around us, we, as the community of faith, need to know and to proclaim, and at the proper time vote, that that is never okay. We are called to invite the Spirit that lived in Jesus to extend God's kingdom through what we believe and say and do. Because that is the way that sinners are changed into saints.